All right, middle cough. Another live weekend mailbag. Live and in charge, guy. Happy, uh, as they say in the sales world, happy Friday. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's right. I mean, happy Friday. Friday is a good day. Friday is a good day. You know, we had a few people ask, where's the Friday podcast? But we actually, normally that Friday podcast comes out Thursday morning. It came out, or Thursday night. It came out Thursday morning this week because we had that CLAD interview. We wanted to let that thing breathe. But you still what got the full got. three. Yep. I'm looking at the stream. I see us there as well. Welcome I got it. everybody. Yep. We're live. We are live. All right. Uh, and pale as ever. And pale as ever. As <laughs> Clat made us, uh, made very clear to us. Okay, weekend mailbag, people. few things. This is how it works. The mailbag, a reaction to the iTunes. You subscribe on iTunes, which we appreciate. If you do there, if you subscribe somewhere else, we appreciate that too. But iTunes is where we can get your reactions your questions for the mailbag come from iTunes, but there's also a lot of YouTube comments. We will also get to the YouTube comments after we get through the mailbag questions. That we will. That we will. Uh, geology, John, tell the people. Oh, yeah, guy. Did, did uh, you shower today? Uh, you know it. <laughs> yeah, I just got out of the shower, <laughs> and I use my friends at geology.com slash ham, geology dot com slash amp listen women have been ahead of the curve on this they they uh, they wash their face and they moisturize and as a guy you're just like i just use soap and then the older you get you realize you're gonna go youtube and you're gonna live it on youtube and do a mailbag you need to have some friends like we do at geology.com slash ham you fill out a little questionnaire i got uh some morning face cream guy i got some repairing night cream i got face wash in the shower what do you need they got it exfoliate you ever exfoliate oh yeah I need it. I got the little yeah. blackheads. Gets the dead skin off. When you when you got a bald head, you basically just have one face. Like my entire head is my face. <laughs> like the, my, the sides are my beard, kind of. You know, so it's just my whole head is a face. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hadn't thought of it like that. Yeah, I go through a lot of moisturizer. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, YouTube comments. If you're not ten minutes early, you're late. Remember on our streams. You know, times, they make you put in the time for a scheduled stream. So they're, all the times are suggested. You know, there's a lot of back-end work here. Guys, this is the interweb. We, you know, the great thing is we can do whatever we want. Uh, so the other thing, you know, uh, what are we, a week? Two, less than two weeks now away from the draft? So we'll have uh, the live I mean, stream we, here. We'd be, guy, we'd be five hours away in two weeks from the second round. Right now, yeah. Do you, I was thinking, I meant we, to ask G you. Jimmy, Jimmy's still on the team two weeks from right now? Yeah, uh... Uh, yes. Draft Lance, keep him around. I don't know. It's a tough one. <laughs> it so, does feel like, to me, there's a possibility you wake up Friday morning, one of those Jimmy's been traded in the middle of the night. Could be. I would prefer not, a, like, if they're going to do it, do it. Yeah, I guess do it around this time. I'd be cool with, like, Sunday after the draft. I wouldn't oppose that, would you? Actually, yeah, I could probably Saturday. wait till like I, I could probably wait the following week. If you want to keep him for a week, I'd be cool with that. Wednesday, make it you know, with three days of shows. Okay, I'd even say the Wednesday fall like a week away. You know, just push it out. I meant to ask you this uh, before we started on the air, but we might as well start now. Does it seem like next week's a good time to start selling these? Yeah. Um. You know, we got to line some things up with our supplier. Uh, yeah. And our shipper. Yeah, the supply chain guy, vertically integrated. So we just... Uh, the accounting department has to get involved. 
Yeah, we we got to hit our market manager up and see uh, how exactly we're going to approach this. Meelan price points, right? So you know, eighty dollars a hat. <laughs> These are not the Meelans, but uh, you let's get Meelan on board, huh? <laughs> if everybody ne- go to M E L I N on Instagram, maybe just comment some promo code hams in there. I've been hitting them with some promo code hams in their Instagram posts. I I, I shot their owner a DM today. Attaboy. He's a San Diego guy. All right. Okay, time for the mailbag, John. Let's dive in, and um, we'll have some details. Maybe what we'll say on the hats, details on the next podcast, how to get them. We'll get things in in line by Sunday for that pod. Okay, mailbag. Here we go. Time to dive in. This mailbag question is from Drew. I've been listening since 2013, 2014. Uh, I'm a Raider fan, and while a lot of your content is not related, I still listen. The criticism of the Raiders can be tough at times, but it keeps me grounded as a fan. I don't mind it because you shouldn't. Strictly listen to mediums that confirm your biases. Listen to Drew. I mean, leader of the free world. Uh, it says, mailbag question. If Carr leads the Raiders to the playoffs next season, will he get an extension? Or will he have to take him to the playoffs two years in a row? I think he would get an extension. Because if they go to the playoffs, I can't imagine all of a sudden they're the 85 Bears on defense. Their defense might be better, but it would still probably be closer to shitty than good that that would mean the offense was excellent and he would kind of prove himself and establish him as like, you know, back-to-back years of playing really well and really three years of pretty solid football. Feel like an extension would now, but I mean, Derek's, I don't know if you follow him on Instagram, the guy fucking lives pretty well. He's been used to making a lot of money. This time around, it's not like he's signing a four-year, $80 million extension. If he were to have a playoff year, we see the money that these quarterbacks are getting. Now, I'm not talking Mahomes money, but wouldn't Derek be like, well, what's the difference? Deshaun Watson got $150 million, and he's in trouble. Like, I'm, I'm one of the higher character guys in the league. I mean, what's an extension looking like for Derek? Part of him playing well, I mean, the price goes up, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. 100, well, 120 guaranteed? I would say it doesn't even necessarily, like you said, questions about defense. 2022 is the last year on his contract. So, so he's got two. He's got, this is going into his second to last year. Correct. Penalty. God, that's pretty nuts, isn't it? It doesn't. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is kind of nuts. This contract obviously pays him a number. If they're in the playoffs and he's making 19.7, 19.8 in 2022, that's a pretty good deal for the Raiders. If he just led them to the playoffs. So uh, they would absolutely want to sign him to, a, to an extension. The, if you're him, to your point, the thing is you go, okay, yeah, I got one year left on my contract, but you have to. I'm only one year away from free agency. So you got to pay me. Like, almost like I'd get paid if I waited another year for free agency. Because I know that's not what you want, right? If you're the Raiders and he just took you to the playoffs, that is not what you want. It's going to get, it'd be a lot of money. It would be a lot of money. But he, his market, if he had a playoff year, what's his market on the open market, right? It's, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of the DAC thing. Like, okay, let me hit it. Because guys don't. No. All right. Next up. This is from Creative Chris. He said, was wondering if uh, the Ham Squad could do a mock draft of who you guys would draft if you were the GM's first 12 picks. I know Middlecoff would get an O-lineman at six with his outrageous, again, hashtag no cap. <laughs> with my, my out what? He said, I know Middlecoff would get an O-lineman at number six, which is outrageous. Thanks again, Uh-oh. no cap. Yeah. I, I, I've never said that like taking an offensive lineman is cool. And fun and sweet on draft night and cool for the fantasy football gods, but it's it's pretty clear it's the right thing to do, right? Do you think uh, the Colts regret taking a guard at six a couple years ago? 
you think all those teams last year, Worfs and Becton, like those teams do not regret taking the offensive linemen. Win in the trenches, guy. You want to win in the trenches? You got to win in the trenches. You know, you know me, like I've been just... Is he a Dolphin fan, I take it? Uh, you know, might be, might be. Dolphins at six. Not you, Does he feel like you're not getting Kyle Pitts? I mean, again, what's going to happen at four with Atlanta, Cincinnati? It feels like the discussions at least are... If you're Cincinnati and you don't take Panay Sewell, like, I don't, you don't have to do anything. But if you're going to take a receiver, should you lean towards, maybe for them it's easy because people think Jamar Chase is the best receiver of this group. He was also Joe Burrow's teammate. Yeah. Like, so I could understand if you're them going chase over Panay Sewell if you really think, like, you've got something pretty unique. Has that I, happened I, before? I, I, do, I do think you got to be pretty careful with that. You know, that's kind of... I agree. You know, it's like Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin didn't go to school together. Well, who right? ha- you, I, has that happened before? Uh, I mean, I'm sure on lower levels, but not right. like star-studded. Because usually... Like back-to-back first-round picks. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I that would have... I guess, he, he, to me, here's the way you take the wide receiver over the offensive lineman. Like, I talk to some people in the NFL that think Panay Sewell's solid, but they don't see, like some gifted superstar. If you don't think he's a superstar and you think Chase or Pitts is like a home run Hall of Famer, that's where you get the BPA. Because if you do need Sewell or even Slater, make more sense. I I kind of struggle with Sewell a little bit. I go back and forth. Like, clearly he's powerful. Clearly he's strong. He's not Mr. Gifted Athlete, which I think sometimes, I think Colt Miller is a good example. It. These guys are so athletic. Do you see Aaron Donald beat up like 25 people in self-defense? I don't blame him. But like, the, the, it's like, you understand? Aaron Donald is like a, an unstoppable force. You know? What I saw you was. You have to the, be quick on your feet. The guy who got his butt kicked by Aaron got like his face broken. He's in a sling. He shows up to file the police report wearing a Washington State hoodie. I know this. Clown. If whatever brand I am, if you're showing up to file charges because you got your ass beat in a bar fight, even if you are the victim, I don't want you wearing my logo. Read something on it this morning. The guy instigated it, swung a bottle. Donald ducked. Donald then, obviously, I think, self-defense. But then all these guys start kicking his ass, and Donald, like, rips people off the guy. You know, it's just one of those, like... You know what we need? What? We need Aaron Donald. Bobcat dad who defended his family. Pay-per-view. Guy, I do you know for certain, know for certain, if a bobcat attacked Alyssa, that your first reaction is not to go the other way or to go to the bobcat. I hope I've never faced with that moment. Because I thought, like, <laughs> I don't know for sure that I'm going. Now, the bobcat was pretty small. It wasn't like a full-grown Thank God, because he was like, how about holding the bobcat, like. I know. Well, he was also, he was packing heat, so. <laughs> how about the person walking the street? Were they immediate? did they run at the bobcat? Because they thought this dude just threw like a dog, or did they run at the bobcat to like swing? I don't really know if that person knew what was going on. You, this, you thought that the bobcat was attacking like their cat or dog and thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you watch it a couple times when you're like, like it was, it was seeking and coming, and the the lady. I, I just don't know for certain. My wife. My mom, my friend. I know. That I, my instinct are not to run the other well, way. Well, I know my instinct. <laughs> well, no, because your instinct should be to protect. Right? I, you're, I'm a, just you're a hunter I, and gatherer. You're a protector. <laughs> That's right, your well, role. I, I, I've never been in that spot. Hopefully, I'll never have to be. But I that know. was terrifying. 
Shout out Very to Very terrifying. Guy. Anyway, um, okay, mock draft of guys you would take. We don't have to do all 12 picks, but... Well, guy, I don't even know. Like, I don't yeah, care yeah. about half the players. I'm just saying, let's let's just take this with, like, uh, the the receivers and the quarterbacks. <laughs> we can do the linemen, too. Okay. Uh, we'll go, obviously, one and two. We feel pretty locked in there. I feel good about three, too. Three, Lance or Fields? I'm going to go Justin Fields. Okay. I'm still open to Lance. Four, I'd just say it's the other guy. That's that'd, that'd be my guess. But yeah, I don't think it's not. a guarantee that it's going to be the Falcons. Clearly, because I think they're kind of drum up some interest. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, would you agree? Are, we, are in this mock in our mock draft? Are you going? Four is the I, other guy. I, I would lean Trey Lance there. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I I don't think it's inconceivable that they were like take Kyle Pitts or just who they think is just some elite player at four. Yeah, the question is, though, just like, what would we, who do we like? So this means O-linemen aren't getting drafted, unfortunately, until like the teens. Well, I, I'd take an O-lineman at five. Okay, you take an O-lineman at five. Yeah. Jamar Chase guy, they're, they're guy, The star quarterback got his leg snapped because they can't block anybody. I I believe me, I know. <laughs> we, we, the meme, for as funny as it is, it is real, right? Uh, it is, yeah, I know. Jamar Chase at six or Kyle Pitts yes. at six? I'm going to go... Uh, would you go oh. pitch to Miami? No, see, I again, I mean, this isn't sexy, but I go line. <laughs> you go another oh, line? Oh. They, 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 all they do is draft linemen. Like they don't have any work. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, okay, let's go, chase, let's go chase for them. You do whatever you want. Seven Lions. Whose career think, do you want to ruin? Think, well, think Dan Campbell. Think tough. That, to me, feels lineman, doesn't it? Slater. Sewell. One of those two. Yeah. I just... I hope for all of their sakes, it's not any of them. Panthers at eight. Another- I, 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 you know, we're making fun of the Lions. I, honestly, they he hired some pretty good guys like Deuce Staley. I mean, his staff is okay. pretty good. I actually don't think they might be too terrible. I mean, their their team probably going to suck this year, but like Kevin Kisner says, like why do you play? It's like they pay a lot for twentieth. Like the seventh pick, where, wherever you go, still pays like twenty eight million dollars. <laughs> pretty good job. Yeah. <laughs> What does the last place team in F1 make? Because I've been watching a lot of that. I can't figure out. That's a out. great question. Like, are you still rich? Or is well, like, you are because, you know, dad. Well, like, Lewis thing. is like Tiger Woods. Is the back guy like the 180th guy on well, tour? Well, the last like place the team said, I remember their uh, their team. What do they call them? They're not president, but uh, whatever, the director. I don't know. They're like, yeah. uh, you know, the number one team spends $330 million, We spend $123 million. Yeah, so it's like they're not totally broke. At eight, here's here's this will be the last one for me. Panthers. Who's dre- Oh, Panthers. I want him to take one of the Alabama, one of the receivers. Then you have Sam Darnold, DJ Moore, McCaffrey, and like Waddle. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Yeah. All right. They could question. be pretty good. Like, it's not crazy that Joe, Joe Brady is like a big deal at the end of the next season. Right? Absolutely. TJLG, great show. Uh, random college football question. My grandpa went to Kansas State, so I've always been a fan. My question's on a national perspective. John, how do you view Bill Snyder? Never won a natty, but he turned the program around and had some great teams. Where do you think he ranks in college football coaches? I don't even know who who would his comp be. Do you know what I think Bill Snyder is? I think his resume would never like hold a candle. Let's even just stay kind of in that conference to like the Mac Browns, to the Tom Osborns, to the Stoops, you know, even Lincoln. I think he would be like one of those artists that like Never is like Dr. Dre or something, but is critically like inside the industry. It's like 
That's the dude. The comedian like, that all the other comedians think is fun, I, funny. I mean, guy, they swear by. Have you ever heard one coach utter anything but reverence for the man? Remember the story a couple years ago? I thought they were, were they playing a Pac-12 team? And maybe, maybe they were playing like Oklahoma or whatever. And they were on the road, or they were playing Texas. They had just upset Texas. And they had left all their trash and remember, he like went and picked it up or something happened. Maybe he wrote like handwritten letters. I just remember the stories about him were just like, this is, he's such a high level guy and just such, I mean, that, that, what is that program equivalent of like San Diego State, Fresno State, but in a power five conference? Yeah. Right? I, I think like when you try to, college football is this right here is a team in Manhattan, Kansas, a place none of us would ever go. Have you been there? No. By choice. I never have either. You know, yeah. I, and I don't, that sounds bad for Manhattan, Kansas. Were you at I'm Fresno State when they were picture. playing K-State? Uh, yes, that team had um, NFL Darren Sproles. What had Darren Sproles? They had an NFL, I thought they had an NFL quarterback too. Well, I thought he ended up moving to wide receiver. Wasn't he an athlete? No, they had a guy, maybe it was after Sproles. But Sproles definitely played the dogs, right? Because I remember he was, the, uh, the dogs shut him down. That, that, that might be a different year than the team I'm thinking of then. Yeah, it might have been like 02. They had an NFL receiver and an NFL quarterback. Who Jordy Nelson. It? Jordy was the receiver. I'm trying to remember who the quarterback was. But my the the thing on uh on Bill Snyder, like when you look around, I think that's what what's amazing about college football is the college towns, a lot of college towns are not major metropolitan areas. Right? No. And yeah. this you would say even by college football standards is really not. I mean, it is small, even by small college town standards. I think he represents more of a college. Like, I bet as comp, we could find one in college basketball. Absolutely. It would be closer. It, sure. It's harder in football because I, I wouldn't you guess of the, like, let's just take Josh Mac Freeman Brown. was the quarterback I was trying to think of. Oh, yeah. Good call. Bob Stoops and Mac Brown. If we just got the two of them in a room and we're talking and we just brought up Bill Snyder, don't you think they would speak very, very highly of him? Yes. Yes. They would like him a lot. Yeah, it's it's uh, so much of the way, and I think this happens whatever industry you're in. You appreciate not necessarily just the people at the top, but the people with the biggest gap between what they had to work with and what they accomplish. Eli Roberson, Eli Robertson, is that a is that a? I, I remember, I remember him. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. I did not expect that was our first Kansas State question on the mailbag. Scott says, "What's up, guys? Congratulations on the success. Since the trade up to three, I've been consumed with the build up to the draft." My question is, when a team makes a potentially franchise-altering trade like that and then hope to pick a QB to be the leader of this team for the next 10 years, does it at all consider the ramifications a pick will have with the fan base? It seems to me that the majority of Niner fans are screaming to not pick Mac, Mac and Cheese Jones. I've heard that one. Can you imagine being at Levi Stadium watching Fields, Wilson, or Lance come in as a visitor and physically dominate the Niners and we trout out uh, Mac Jones? That from Scott. I'd say bad organizations worry about what people will think about their pick. Uh, college as well, they worry too much about what people will think about their hire as opposed to winning games. If you put me in Jed's shoes and Kyle really was going to take Mac Brown, we would Jones. have a lot of meetings. Mac, yeah, Mac Jones. We would be meeting a lot. Like, he, he'd need to convince me. At the end of the day, I signed the checks and I just, I believe in the guy. Clearly, I've given him a lot of money. I extended him again, but it, I mean, he'd really—he'd have to sell me on it, guy. 
I agree with you, but also if I'm if I am going to say you can't pick that player, you got to pick somebody else. You might as well fire him. Right? I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm saying you can't pick him. I'm just saying we're having several sit downs because, like we had talked about before, whenever there's like John Lynch always has to do this. Like oh, I just love the Jed. Let us do this. No, I mean Jed. Jed. In fairness to Jed, he doesn't have anything to do with like the team. But this would be one. The owner does listen to the fans, and like he's just going to hear sure. the noise mo- probably more than Kyle. If you told me Kyle has heard no noise, I would believe you. He ain't fucking listening to talk radio. Probably listens to podcasts, but he, he's he's not reading I, I, the newspapers. Even exist like I don't know anyone that reads a Chronicle. No shot. I mean, it's just a reality. So I just wonder if he actually is. I'm not saying he wouldn't hear it, but I would be shocked if he's hearing it like me and you hear it right yeah absolutely i think what to your point john john would hear it more john would definitely hear it more i think to your point it would just be about all right let's establish exactly why we're doing this you're telling me you're taking this guy explain to me you're telling me is it because you think he's got a high ceiling is it because you think the other guys just aren't any good and this guy doesn't have a really high ceiling but he's going to be better than the rest of them i just want to know what standard i'm judging you by in three years Two totally years, agree. one year. Yeah, I like that's a good good point. Uh, next up, Frankie Raspberries. <laughs> they changed the intro music and hit a home run. Feels like it could become a staple uh, on the pod for years to come. You know, uh, I think one thing we pride ourselves on, John, is we are open to everybody's feedback. We don't we make our decisions based on what we think we should do. But yeah, gut feels. We don't, we're, you know, we don't take ourselves so seriously that you can't. So we got a few people DM'd us songs. Bryce hit us with a new track. Bryce actually credit to him. I don't think you'll be able to hear this. I think people will. Uh, I think that's playing, but maybe not. Whatever. Bryce hit us with a new track, and um, oh, I unplugged it. He actually sent me a note the other day. He's like, hey, I optimized some of the levels, so use this new version. So, Bryce, appreciate you. Thanks for making the song. Yeah, we're open. I mean, we're very easy to get a hold of, right? Yeah, it's true. We are. (laughs) Um, Must listen. Ear crack. This is from Super Sleeper. I've been listening for almost two years now. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to filter out some of the compliments. We read them and appreciate them. Question. What would be the hypothetical delta in performance between Fields, Lance versus Mac that would be that would make fans and media comfortable if Mac was the choice. In other words, I think if Mac's the choice, he needs to have a significantly better statistical season than Fields or Lance, or everyone's going to start making things much less comfortable for Shanahan. Curious on your thoughts. And so I guess part of that is he saying like you you lost me with the Delta. We're talking academics and the theories and the hypotheses. That's already over my head a little bit, but I I I, I got the gist of what he was saying. Okay, well, go ahead and react to what you think the gist is. Well, to me, their performance would be irrelevant if Mac was really good. If Mac was really good, I, it would be a conversation. Clearly, if you passed on those two guys and they were good, but if you were winning with Mac Jones, everyone would have to eat it. To me, if Mac was so so. And one, I think specifically Fields, was really good. It would have, for as much as the Herbert Tua conversation became something, you can never go, everyone said you should have took Herbert and you took Tua. That's not the case. It's actually the opposite. So it's one of those where 
we all know now, and hindsight is 2020, but hindsight, you don't get, like, the, I've been saying the whole time, the Miami Dolphins, what the fans and the media, who gives, they're paid to get it right, and it looks like they got it wrong. This one, it was like everyone, conventional wisdom is like, you ha- you'd have to be on crack to take Mac Jones over Justin Fields. And if you did, and Mac was so-so, and Fields was awesome, I've said it from the jump, it would be... It would be the beginning of the end for Kyle, given what they gave up, given how he went all in, given like, I've already said it, I mean, it'd be the most arrogant pick ever, given on who you're passing. That that to me, it would just, it would be hard to shake if he was not good. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd even say regardless if those guys were average, because we'd just be like, can you imagine Fields with Kyle? What are you doing? Yeah, that's if he possible. was good, it'd be bad. That's possible, but it's like, that would be a double-edged, because you'd be going, Kyle's such a good coach. Imagine if he'd made the right pick, but maybe Mac is solid in that. You know, like if Fields is bad, are we going to be like, ah, well, Kyle still missed because he could have been better with Kyle. No, 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 no. But I think to the point of this question, too, this is not going to be a one-year thing. Like, I think well, you and I both love guy, Herbert. We're going to live and die with every game. Absolutely. I mean. But my point <laughs> is we both love Herbert. The idea that, like, it's over, Herbert, Tua, like, that's not how the Dolphins have to think. of. They have to think about it. Like, we got to make the most of Tua, and maybe Tua can be great. So... Uh, that's how we project it because Herbert looks so spectacular. But we'll see. They, they still got to play his second year. You don't go in the Hall of Fame off your rookie year and then retire. Yeah. Um, and I think the same thing applies here. Like, just because if Mac Jones were to be the pick and were to play pretty well, it's not over. Because part of what we're talking about here is what do you look like in three years? So what does Trey Lance look like in three years? What is just like Josh Allen, right? Um, so that's a part of it, too. Don't, to your point, though, we'll be living and dying with every, uh, I guess, not OTA throw, but. All right, next up, Ecray. They, boy, they boycotted that bad boy. I know, that was the show. You see, I mean, they, they you see they're like seven other teams. I mean, it's the the boycott's on. Uh, hey, you know, G, oh, really, really quick on the boycott. I saw someone. I, I forget, but I saw it on the internet. Jimmy Garoppolo's workout bonus six hundred k. I listen. I get he's made fifty, eighty, however many million up to this point. $600,000 just a lift is a shitload of money, I'd still guy. show up if I'm one of those guys. Well, so my question is like, hey, D. Smith or, or J.C. Treader, do you make me whole? Do I get whole? This is no? not like scabs taking somebody else's job. If I show up to work out for my bonus, it's, I'm crossing the line. Like, what? what? Well, Armstead has a, like even 100K. Like, 100K show, ain't nothing. I would. <laughs> I know this. If, John, if, you, if you didn't have a bonus and I did and it was like... John was like, I'm not showing up. I'd be like, Middlecoff, I love you. I'm going to get my money. And if, if this roles were reversed, I wouldn't hold it against you. It's kind of like when the, we used to do DraftKings reads on uh, the radio. And they just went right to you. <laughs> They're fan duel or I, something. You, you, you act like I wasn't working. I didn't even first. know what was going on. I got a guy doing reads. I'm just like, oh, this is part of the deal. Turns out he's getting bonuses on the side. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> hey, I was the one grinding. Yeah, you till, got me in. You got me. You got I, me no, in. No, not so even that. I was the one grinding till midnight doing A's post game. I had established those relationships <laughs> initially. Not really. They just you gave got me in. I yeah, I'll let it. It's, I, I think, think I they still just remember. Gave me townie stuff. Uh, okay. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef 
free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. ButcherBox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh, how long has it been since a legit team drafted in the top five looking for a quarterback? If you're one of these generational talents, why don't you draw a line in the sand and tell the Jags and Jets not to bother? Put an Eli Manning and navigate your way to a contender while sacrificing minimal dollars in the short term, likely gaining dollars in the long term as part of a successful organization. Did you see Lawrence's quotes? I did. 
or the one surrounding him. I think they were from uh, his dad. Were they from his father? Yeah, his high school coach. But I think he admitted in the article, like, he's not, he doesn't watch football. NFL. Gotcha. You know, it's just, and listen, Luck had a very similar, I would say, surrounding comment narrative around him, too. The difference is, the like, to me, what concerns me is, like, clearly Trevor likes playing football, and it's gone, it's always been really easy for him. To me, what would be concerning is, what happens this year when they go 5-12? and 12? It's like, God, this isn't fun anymore. I don't get to just kick everyone. What if he has back-to-back years where they go 5-12? and 12? Yeah. So you're like, yeah, I'm, o- I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, I think those questions are absolutely worth follow-ups with him. Big or those time. quotes have created. Now, the question, good team, w- would you, like, this is where I don't view the Jets and the Jags in the same boat. Um, I think the Jets have a chance just based on everything I've heard. And you've told me about Joe Douglas, Robert Sala, Mike LaFleur. The Jags are taking, I think, a much... Now, Urban, I would hire Urban, too. But there's... I've got more questions about the Jags organizationally right now than I do the Jets. And at least the, the Jets, if you're the Jets, if you're Zach Wilson or whoever, you're like, well, the potential upside here, the risk reward here, the reward's pretty great if I hit here versus if I hit in as Jacksonville's quarterback. I got another one for you, guy. Who's to say that Trent Baalke and Urban Meyer are just going to get along? I get they have a common enemy early on. They can relate over Harbaugh. But eventually, two years from now, when they've won a total of... If I set the over The difference is first, Ur- Harbaugh didn't cost Urban anything. Urban no, took from him. Didn't really cost Balky either. Balky got him out there. You know, and Balky won that, I guess, in the short term. That's true. Like, I, are they going to win many games early on? I mean, it's going to be difficult. I, I just think that... I'm with you on the Jags. They, they always suck. Who's the last good team to draft really high? I mean, and take a quarterback? It doesn't yeah. really happen. I mean, I guess the 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 Chiefs were good when they moved. They weren't this high. The Chiefs were good when they drafted Mahomes. Yeah, like top five, it doesn't happen because you can't get up that high. How do you get? How do you get from like twenty eight to four or two? You don't. Well, yeah, that's part of it. You got to be a good team, but like have a semi down year. Right? You got it. The Niners are a unique spot because they were not a quote unquote good team last year. I would say like the Eagles with Chip Kelly did have like good players on there when Wentz got there. Like they immediately went seven and nine. I think a lot of times you see like Joe Burrow, Mariota. That team's usually drafts one or two again. Yeah, the Eagles like Jeffrey Lurie was mandating meetings after one year. They went seven and nine. They weren't like a three win team. It's not like that's- basketball with the lottery. Wouldn't you say if you draft in the top three and the next year you go seven and nine, that's a pretty good jump? Yeah. Now the Eagles remember traded up, so it was. But that counts. That's probably the best example. Yeah, it's a good example. All right, next the up, nine, I'd back. say the Eagles. I'd say the Eagles and the Nine are some similarities, right? Talented teams that kind of moved up in a draft mm-hmm. to get a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. Doug doesn't have to do, or Kyle doesn't have to do weekly meetings with Jed and explain his timeouts. <laughs> <laughs> this from uh, the number one kid. Uh, my question, Bill Simmons is always talking about the, the distressed asset in the NBA. An example would be Aaron Gordon, seen as a slashing four with major potential being misused as a high usage isolation player, not the right system. Then he goes to the Nuggets. He's in basketball heaven next to Jokic and Murray and Porter Jr. His dribbles are down, high intensity defense, more off the ball cuts and another weapon at Jokic's disposal. The idea of a distressed asset doesn't be seen doesn't seem to get talked about in the NFL other than Adam Gase's QBs and I guess Deshaun Watson in Houston. 
Do you think it exists in the same fashion? Who would be your distressed assets? I'm not a Raider fan, but it seems like Derek Carr would be my number one distressed asset. Decent talent he shows. Averages around 28 points a game on offense, but still loses by 10+. plus. Also, what are your thoughts on illegal streams <laughs> being counted as viewership for games and events? Like for me, a college kid with no cable, the only way for me to tune into the Masters or the Warriors is through streams. Ham forever. <laughs> this is a thoughtful, that was a dissertation. I, I, I think the di- the distress asset, though, has existed in football forever. Belichick has been trading like fifth round picks from teams like the Lions and getting Welkers from the Miami Dolphins. Like he's made a killing, wouldn't you say, over his dynasty run on guys that were quote unquote undervalued or good players, but look bad on bad teams. Yeah, I'm, uh, that's that's great. The, the, the challenge is identifying the distressed asset before somebody else turns him into, I think, the Deshaun Watson one. This is, you know, Deshaun Watson, the football player. We go back a couple of years like that would be one right last year watching Deshaun like this is we are not but maximizing. See, See to yeah, I, I'd say it's a little different. Like I watch Aaron, like Aaron Gordon, like was he even good in Orlando. Like I think people thought Watson was unreal. Okay, so you're saying so it's more like a mis- to me Watson would be misused. like Bradley Beal. He'd be like an elite player on a shitty team. No one blames him. To me, Gordon's more like a Kyle Van Oy on the Lions when Belichick trades for him and then becomes a core piece of Super Bowl teams. Like that to me is like like to me Derek Carr is not a distressed asset. I think if they said like Derek Carr is available, teams would be like like they just view him as an asset. I think it's hard in the NBA because you play both ways. People can like undervalue parts of you in football. They just look at like I think this guy could be a good player on my team. I guess it, I mean it's same same concept. Yeah, I, I know what he's saying. I, I think maybe it's something like again this might be. Because I don't think Carr is viewed as like a distressed asset. I just think people think he's good. Like Carlos right? Rogers as an outside corner becomes a nickel. Now you found his role. Um, I, I also think Aaron Gordon, like use Carlos Rogers, high pick on shitty teams. They benefit immediately. Right, Gordon comes. He's like the fourth best player on his own team. Carlos Rogers right. came to the Niners. Like, well, I'm the top ten pick. Well, actually, we got Bowman, we got Willis, we draft Alden, we got Justin. Just, just fucking play a little corner. We're good, dog. Right. Yeah, it is. He he must have been like, damn, this is. And I think that's part of like you went to the Patriots, Kyle Van Noy. Wait, wait I don't need to be the savior. No, man. You just do your job. You're like, that's it. <laughs> How do you feel about should illegal streams be counted for viewership? Uh, sure. I mean, it doesn't the bother cha- me. Yeah. I mean, the, the, it, it, if. The goal is to find out how many people are watching, not how many people are watching through legitimate. You, you know, still get the paid. ads like you just get the. Like if you if you're streaming it, you still see what everyone else sees. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> the problem I don't necessarily want them to count it that way because then they're counting, then they're uh, you know potentially finding ways to uh, crack down on the illegal streams, and then the number one kid is missing out on Sunday ticket. Hashtag ExpressVPN. Like I've th- I've thought about uh, buying Jake Paul's fight this weekend. Who's he fighting? I don't know, but I'm just kind of interested in Aaron Donald. That I that I want to see. I would see that. I think Jake Paul would be in trouble. Dwayne says... Someone, someone was like... Because I, I, I tweeted or said something about it. And someone was like, Middlecoff, you just assume Aaron Donald can fight because he plays football? No, I, I assume he can fight because just look at the motherfucker. <laughs> You'd mess with him? Like, I mean, there are certain people, it's like, 
you know, does he know how to box? Like, I, I don't know. I, I just, I would not mess with that guy. There, there's a certain, there's a crew of humans that it's like, do they know how to box or wrestle? I just don't care. I just like, I'm not messing with that guy. Here's the thing. Aaron, it's not like Aaron Donald does participate in hand-to-hand combat on a regular basis. Big time. I actually think, punches. Yeah, I think be a better the, the MMA guy. guys would be licking their lips. They're like, yeah. that's exactly what we don't want. Cat quickness, strength. He's not that tall, right? So he's like kind of low. Here's Dwayne. Uh, who put his podcast name in the... I appreciate this guerrilla marketing. We do the same thing. Put on Waver's podcast. Try to get your own advertisement in. No problem. Gives us a four-star review, but he called it a great show, so not sure what that's about. Is this the last stand for Kyle and pick at number three in the NFC West is murder? Is this the last stand for Kyle with this pick at three? The NFC West is murder. Love the pod. John said last week, baseball is a tough podcast topic. Check John Boy Media. They only talk baseball. The numbers are sick. Always a fun listen. Dwayne Douglas put on waivers podcast. Happy to share some love with Dwayne's podcast. So there you go. A uh, couple things. I, yeah. I mean, we've talked about do or die for Kyle at three. His, it, I, I, it feels to me what he's hitting on is like, we always talk about it in the context of if he misses on this, like you took such a big swing, you're going to have to wear it. Dwayne's point is, yeah, that, but also just your division's really hard. It might not even be external pressure that does you in. If you miss on this pick, you might just not be winning football games. One thousand percent. Like there, there isn't pressure. I and this is where it's different, right? For the Jets, like they're just looking to like get the train back on the tracks. If if Zach Wilson is just solid and they can win six, seven games and feel like they're headed in the right direction, they're like throwing a party. The Niners are trying to win divisions. The Niners are trying to have home playoff games. Like the Niners' standards relative to everyone they're in the mix with right now in the top ten. Like if the Jags won seven games this year, they'd throw a fucking parade. The Falcons, if Arthur Smith's just good and they're competitive, awesome. The Bengals just want Joe Burrow to stay. Like, think about the uh, Dan Campbell. Think about the standards where they're drafting. The Niners, like, we're talking playoffs, guy. Playoffs? Like, that's that's just the expectation. How about how about uh, John Boy Media? They are. I, I watch some of their stuff. I mean, everybody does. I. Uh, po- you ever listen to Portnoy's podcast? Not like the BFF thing he does with the uh, the one he does with the big chubby guy Eddie. Pretty good listen. On and and off, yeah. Uh, yeah, Carabas, I guess the the CEO said that like they she didn't think the numbers were growing fast enough. And he called her. They got into a fight. He came on with Dave and Dave said, listen, I don't think she quite understands. I understand. Baseball doesn't resonate like like part of my take hammers football. Right. I just talk about dumb shit. It's harder just to be a baseball only podcast. Like it's not a podcast just the fan base is a little antiquated, just older. And he kind of defended Carabas. He's like, I think you obviously do, a, you and Dallas do a great job, but the market, it's not like football podcasts can shoot to the moon. A baseball podcast, like it has a limit on it in theory. And that's what Carabas strike. I'm trying to make baseball cool. And I give him and John Boy, like I have, like when I watch baseball broadcasts, my, and I love baseball. To me right now, baseball by far, I am a football guy, I'm a golf guy, and I'm a baseball watcher. I just, I love just in the background. It does have a very old feel to it. Just the broadcasts, just everything about it just feels a little stale. I do like Carabas and John Boy. I like all these young guys taking swings. I think golf's got a, had a great influx of young guys and it's just really helped kind of the sport where I think baseball kind of fights it because like Kirchin and Buster only, and I'm not saying they're necessarily doing this. It's always like fighting, like can't let these guys in. They always want to do different shit. You know, it's like, you just got to embrace it. Yeah. I think, 
I also think the sport is, you know, I've said it's a lot. I think there was a natural challenge that comes with the sport because of the pace it's it gets played at. Yeah. The other yeah. thing is the thing that right now, in ba- and I, you are talking to like baseball baseball guy. Like, I love baseball. John loves How baseball. cool are the White Sox right now? Mercedes I, hits I, balls like I, 800 feet. Just, I was watching the White Sox last year. They were one of my number one MLB stream teams because I really like their broadcast, as it turns out. But like, you get the MLB package or you still yeah. steal that? No, no, I pay for it. Oh. Yeah. You want, you want my yeah. password? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I, no, I mean, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> MLB Network does a good... See, I don't need it. Yeah, so I just like watching, like, part of it is I just like watching the whole package. I like watching the opens. It just it's, I like the show of it all. But yeah. I think one thing that's interesting with baseball is what you would consider a progressive baseball, a progressive baseball broadcast is actually, it's not about energy necessarily. It's more about analytics, which is great. Like, you should be talking the way that the people that build the teams talk. Like, that's important. But I, that's not the easiest consumption either. Like people are like it's got to be progressive, more numbers. It's like, well, yeah, you do want to talk the way the industry talks, but that's not exactly the thing that casts the widest net. Well, Football's it's not an got, easy thing to. It's not an easy thing to follow. It's not. Right? So I, I agree with you. Like baseball's huge relative to like you can make a ton of. It's those guys are killing it. I think one of the reasons you and I very early as people who love baseball as an example. We attached to football because we saw, we just felt like we saw pretty clearly what's got the biggest ceiling here. You know, yeah. and obviously, I think early in our radio career, it we um, it was a natural fit because you were coming from the NFL. So it was like, let's just do this thing that we have that's really unique. We had you coming from the NFL. That was a thing that a lot of people didn't have. So we just leaned into it. And uh, then we started to see the numbers on that versus some other stuff. And then we really leaned into it. So that's... Well, if I, if I had been a baseball scout instead of a football scout, do you think this would exist? I mean, it might. I, I don't think it's just about that. Like, I think part of this is... Like, we do a lot of conversations. Well, no, we, have, we could do this. But it, from a, from a running our own business, it would be a lot more challenging, I think, to do the, the financial part of it. I just wonder if it would... It maybe would, we'd but be it would be unique. I don't know. Yeah, it wouldn't change who we are like we don't this we don't every show doesn't start with john you're an nfl scout let's talk about that right i think no, i agree but i'm just that might not even necessarily know that if they're tuning in for the first time 100 percent. I, I view myself much more as a talker now than i ever did a you know scout. like i've been doing this longer than i was in the nfl but my point is like part of it is like naturally you know connections through the league we just like we would just talk more baseball and i just wonder if that would work it's because what Carabas it is just challenging to get yeah, I think, people. Yeah, I think, but I do think baseball, it. my point is it works. It just doesn't work as well as football works. Yes. But I think it can't work. Uh, part of like, here's the thing we got to speed up here. I agree. John, John Boy, he does the Yankees. Carabas does the Red Sox. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you, if you hammer. I, I don't know if it would work even with the Giants or Dodgers Somebody quite as DM'd much. Somebody DM me the other day and said they, they looked at like a uh, iTunes ranking of like baseball team podcast and the Giants were number there was some Giants podcast that was second. Yeah, I don't know. I mean the fan base. All right, Seahawks is big. Mikey T. Uh blah blah blah. Seahawks. Every season without a championship game or Super Bowl appearance is a failure and a waste of Russ's abilities. What do you think? Now that's a mailbag question, Mikey T. Yeah, to me there was only I'd say there was only one team in the last 20 years that was Super Bowl or bust. That was the Patriots. You could argue it's now the Chiefs, but even then, they've only won one. I I don't think anyone has the standard. To me, playoffs, maybe even playoff victory every year is a is a failure. I, to me, I can't look at Seattle Super Bowl or bust. 
Uh, like last year was a failure. They lost a home playoff game. Yeah, like that, I, I can't either. But I will say it does feel like they're always good enough to make the playoffs, but they're always missing stuff. Uh, pretty consistently, it feels like they're just missing stuff. Right? Agreed. Uh, this is playing from, a really hard to play in a hard division. They do. This is from Sam Browns fan here. Love the pod. Appreciate the content. Sports come in waves. Some teams are up and down year to year. Others are experiencing a 20 year long drought like the Browns. As a Cleveland fan, I understand how the world views us. Last year was the first year that in a long time that Browns fans could celebrate without ridicule. Please analyze the Browns season last year. Do you think they're for real? Could they have a seven year playoff run or are they yesterday's news and the culture from the past will eventually take over? Um, a lot of talent on this team. Soon enough, they're going to have to pay up. Uh, if you had to get rid of a Brown star, who would it be? Thanks. Appreciate the content. I actually, I do Beckham. think they could, huh? Beckham. Beckham. Yeah. Well, I actually do think they're about, they have the potential here to go on a pretty solid playoff run. Yeah. Because the I love their really coach. Good. Yeah. And they, I mean, their roster is good. Their offense is loaded. They just clowny. I don't know why. I guess they've just viewed as they have some money, whatever. Miles Garrett's a star. I don't think it's inconceivable they could win the division this year. I mean, part of the reason the Steelers won the division is because they started 11-0. I mean, they limped to the finish. Yeah. You know, the Browns were right there. The Ravens are right there. To me, it feels like a coin flip between the Ravens and the Browns. If Baker plays like he did the second half of last year, they'd be in pretty good shape. I, I, you know, is Juju going to come back just kind of pissed off that, he, that his free agency turned out the way it did? Is that going to be good or bad? But, I mean, they've hit on, you know, they, they've made an effort. Like, they built... They drafted, they added Hooper, they added Conklin. We know they signed, not Kareem Hunt, they signed Kareem Hunt. Signed Kareem Hunt. I mean, he's good. Yeah, they're, they're good. So, yeah, I'm in they on They signed the, the dude from the Rams, uh, Johnson, who I didn't really know that much about, but he was good. I mean, he was John on Johnson. the Rams for a couple years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, pro Browns pod. Yeah, I, I like, I enjoy the Browns. Uh, this is from ZT West. How much would you have to get paid to start an OnlyFans? Think about your friends and family. Well, do you have to get oh, naked on OnlyFans? If you want to make money, I think. Well, you, you could just do like a vlog, like a YouTube page, but it'd be on OnlyFans. It's a great it's, question. You got to show some. It's definitely butt, been branded as a butt, some butt site. <laughs> butt and uh, boobs. I, yeah, I felt for the chicken sack that was making one hundred fifty thousand dollars a month and got shamed out of her school. Like, oh, that was to the, me. I, that was the her not her school, her child's school. Her, the kids her got kicked school. out of school. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would have stood up at the PTA meeting and said, "Listen, I know we don't necessarily stand for this, but there is a price point where you got to tip your hat." And she's making one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Raise your hand in this room. How many people make one hundred fifty thousand dollars a month? If we get a majority, then yeah, we can uh, look down <laughs> upon her. Yeah, also that, leave my kids out of this. But to me, there's just like. If she was doing it for five dollar, you know, it's like that's a lot of money, guy. I understand. It's also not illegal. I would just say leave my kids out of this. Yeah, why? Why do we? And, shame and, and who found this? Who found it? I just don't understand. Like, I, I actually felt Paul Pierce. Why is that not okay? What's he? What was he doing wrong? You know, culture, society. They, they. Yeah. The the gatekeepers. I know. You know. Uh, what do you think about Hideki's uh, champions dinner next year? At the Masters, what would you want yours to be? Steak. I was thinking about this. Steak and spaghetti. I think would be a good combo. Good steak, though. Um, I, I would. I, I would be like Tiger. I'd kind of go all over the, you know, fajita, sushi, <laughs> that type stuff. Uh, what do you, I, I don't really know the Japanese cuisine. I mean, I would imagine Hideki's going to be pretty unique. Did you see the newspaper? I Instagrammed it, like the main newspaper in Japan or wherever his hometown is. Like the back page, or like the back 
couple pages where every shot he hit. So it was like three no, pages wow. of the whole. I was like, I would take that. I would use this wallpaper. Okay, so uh, we got to get to some YouTube comments here, John. Um, uh, let's see. Hats are fire. Appreciate that. Uh, bu- bu- bu. I'm going backwards now. Packers with Rodgers, I'd count as the best as Super Bowl or bust, or the Packers Super Bowl or bust. That's no way. They've been they've been to one. I know. Uh, I would say they're they are. They're not just playoffs or bust, though. Like they got to. Go. I'd say they're. Yeah, I'd say NFC Championship. To me, to have Aaron Rodgers and only go to one Super Bowl, if he re- five NFC Championships, that's pretty good. It is, but I'm just saying. Like at the end, I know five NFC Championships is a lot. Joe, Joey says you guys should go to a Rivercats game and watch your boy Hunter Bishop. You can get tickets dirt cheap. Well, no shit. It's a Rivercats. <laughs> uh, would you guys? I, make- used to, I used to go. Hmm. I used to go to Rivercats games. You used to go all the time. Could the Niners take Pitts at three and later draft Kellen Mond? No. You agree? Keith? Yeah, no chance. People like Pitts. If the Jack... Oh, here we go. David, if the... Oh, I forgot I can put these up on the screen. Sorry. Sorry, guys. And gals, if the Jets pick Fields, my belief is the Niners take Lance over Wilson. Would that be a surprise move? Yeah, if Wilson slips to four, I that'd be a pretty big shocker. Yeah. Let's do one more because I got to power down lunch before Hawkins picks me up before we go play golf. Oh, you're doing the radio hit from the car. No, I'm going to do it from right here. Oh, okay. I got to get lunch in before. Uh, okay, well, should we address... Do you want to address the... Uh, Alex Contreras says, Doge. Oh, we go Doge, right? Do we know is that yeah. officially Doge? A lot of people said, Middlecoff, don't touch Doge, you idiot. Um, Can't listen to people, guy. But, Can't listen to the haters. But No, but we do sometimes listen to some of the haters. Look, like we got this question. This wasn't even a hater. This is just a guy uh, in our YouTube comments. He said, hey, the scrolling ticker is a distraction. This coming from someone who's worked 25 years in the industry. You want your viewers to get information, focus on the ad, but you want them to focus on the commentary. Not both at the same time. Add this to your misuse of real estate, host titles, social media ad links, too much. Uh, and someone said to him, give them a quote and build a template. And I did laughy emoji to that guy. And then this guy goes, wow, your lack of professionalism and maturity all summed up in one emoji. Look, we're not like we, one thing I've always said since I started in radio, I'm, I am not going to get offended by anything, but then if you're going to criticize us, that's, it's fine. Like I, this whole thing looks dumb. Like I, we get it. Like it's just part of the fun of it. It's a little over the top. I actually would consider some of that. I'd even call it feedback. I don't call it criticism. But then don't get offended. Like, we don't take ourselves too seriously, but we just ask that you don't take yourself too seriously if you're going to join us. And we have yeah, li- everyone can join us. Well, the one thing you learn early in life, a lot of people can give it, not many can take it. And I actually think the consumer's changed dramatically. I may, Maybe he's been in 25 years, so you knew what people liked in the 90s. I, I know that I consume things dramatically different than my parents did in the 90s. That's true. So it's, but I think you could argue looking at our whole stream thing, like, yeah, it's a little busy, this and that. And yeah, I'm, we're open to... Adjusting it There's if people think on. it's distracting, whatever. I, I'm, we just, you know, whatever. This like, said, like, like, this well, like the is, commenter said, leave a quote. <laughs> yeah, leave a quote. This screen is not our pride and joy. Like I, my whole life doesn't revolve around if the font gets smaller. I don't care. But so you know, people DM us some feedback on that too. We had other stuff to get to, but luckily we can get to that on the next one. John's got to go eat and do some stuff. And you're well, going a, a fifty-minute mailbag guy. I know. I know. Tell Hawkins I said what's up. Okay, later. Chains outside, remember, people. Keep your chains out. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, 
and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.